is Papa Shango. And you are listening to Icopod. Beware of Papa Shango. Beware of Voodoo. And definitely beware of Icopod. <laughs> And we're back with episode 218 of Icopod. I am Bob Collin Jr. With me, as always, is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. Fellas, we are two weeks away from In Your House, Buried Alive, where someone will maybe die. It'll be The Undertaker and Mankind in a first-ever Buried Alive match. But before we get there, we've got quite a bit going on. In the land of Monday Night Raw. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash have returned. Thanks to Jim Ross recruiting them back from WCW. No one thought it would happen, but it has. And guess what? The Double J, he's back too. And no, Mm. it's not Jeff Jarrett. It's the real. The real. The real. Double J. Double J. (sighs) And this week... I believe, if I am remembering correctly, Psycho Sid is taking on the bizarre one, a gold dust. I'm looking forward to that one. Are you guys looking forward to this edition of Monday Night Raw, or is it just me? Well, firstly, I need to kind of connect some dots here. Okay. Are you telling me right now that the only reason Road Dog is named Jesse James is because they needed to fill a double J position in 1996. Probably. That blows my fucking mind, dude, that this dude kept Jesse James the rest of his career because of a WWF shitbag storyline in 1996. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really think about that before, but it's like, how can we get back at Jeff Jarrett? Oh, he's not the real Double J. Yeah, dude. Mm. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's weird. I'm wondering, because obviously it's very clear that they were going to go with the storyline that he was lip syncing the whole time. Because they have the footage and all that. Very clear about that. Were they going to do this whole name thing, or is this literally a jab at Jeff Jarrett? I'm sure the name was already penned in there, but the reason they chose the name that they did was it's to fit so the good. double J moniker. Yeah. So, you know, regardless whether Jeff comes back or not, or whatever happens, road dog is Jesse James strictly to be double J to make this storyline work. Yeah. I don't that, know if you, I don't know if, 
back in July that he would have. I mean, I guess maybe he could have changed his name to Jesse James. Well, that's the part I'm wondering. Is was he, he just going to be like, oh, it's the roadie the whole time, or was the whole gimmick like, oh, this is the this is the double J? Maybe it was. I think so, because really, are you going to go forward with the roadie? Like, that's your that's your name? Honestly, right. dude, it, with yeah. WWF, it would not surprise uh, well, me. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Um, well, I mean, yeah. you could easily switch it, too, because, like, obviously his name isn't right. roadie. He right. just is the – like, he is Jeff Jarrett's roadie. So that makes right. – yeah, you can easily get away from that. Yeah. But that being said, they still – he – I mean, I guess we don't know in the future how he's going to transition – but like Road Dog is still like the same. It's the same kind the of The roadie, shit. yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's still carrying that. It's weird, man. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Well, there are there are some uh, I guess updates here regarding uh, the roadie, and I might as well just get into the observer notes. Let's do it, man. Uh, and get this show on the road. Uh, so Brian James, also known as Roadie, will be using the ring name Jesse James. That's J E double S double E J A double M E double S. Oh God. I don't know. I don't know if that's like the legit reason, but that's what Meltzer put it there. <laughs> he put it in parentheses of what's going what on. What the fuck? I hope they don't actually spell oh, God. it. Oh God. Uh and yeah, so he will be the new double J with bleached blonde hair oh and uh Dave Meltzer mentions that it's uh, gimmicks like this that makes him think that the bar- buried alive concept on the next pay-per-view uh is kind of a signal for the entire promotion <laughs> when you see when you see things like this in the new razor and new diesel that's come on that's good on, on television which is i didn't even think of that you have a fake Jarrett. <laughs> a fake skull and a fake Kevin Dash. All of them on your opposition. Well, I, and I know it was different, and I mentioned it before, but we also like had the fake, the huckster and the and the Nacho Man and right. all that, and and Scheme Gene, Scheme Gene and well, like and like Ted Turner and like didn't they, and they had them do something on like one of the free for alls, didn't they? So like technically WrestleMania. So they weren't just vignettes. I mean, they did. Right. They appeared on screen, like in front Correct. of an audience. So Correct. When you think about it, they basically have the WCW roster as well as the WWF's roster. All the good ones, at least. Right. Uh, did you guys see? Speaking of fake Jeff Jarrett's, that they they have like a guy cast to play like Jeff Jarrett on the Young Rock show. It's so ridiculous. Oh, for when he goes to Memphis, right? I don't know. I don't watch it, so I don't know for sure. But fuck Young Rock, okay? I'm just gonna throw that out there. Fuck but it. I saw the picture that they posted on the My World podcast page, and it's like him in the the white, you know, the stripe outfit, and then the guy next to him. And I was like, this is so ridiculous. No, oh, fuck all that's that. what that's from. That's the Young Rock show, yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, well, we have we have a new tag team. It looks like potentially coming in. Mm. World Wrestling Federation. Okay. And they are from all Japan. Aldo Montoya? Doug Furness and Phil LaFon are expected to make their debut in November. They're uh, also known as ECW guys, too. Well, I know I know the name, but I can't like put a face to it. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, that's, I guess they might have done ECW house shows, maybe. Yeah, I thought they were there in 97. Oh, it's not 97 yet, so we're never mind. 96. Um, <laughs> it might have been. I don't know. I'll have to look but that's why, Dallas, I was maybe saying ECW, because maybe that's where I, you know them from. I know the names, but like I said, I literally can't picture them at all. What is their, um, what's their tag name? Uh, Doug Furness and Phil LaFon. <laughs> Furness and LaFon? I thought they had a gimmick name too. I they're know good. That. Yeah, they're not bad. Not from just, they're not bad from what I remember. I just don't like them. Yeah, like they're good. This is you know this next because we have another. This is one is a tryout, and this is a former I believe a former WCCW guy. So Austin might be like hell yeah. Do you want to take a guess on who got a tryout on September twenty fourth? Um. Wow. WCCW, huh? He had to have been young if he's just I think. I don't know. I'm 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 thinking he was there in Texas, right? Um, It's not Chris Adams or some shit, is it? No. Who is it? Terry Gordy. No. He Yeah, he was there. I figure with the Freebirds. Yeah, he was there. Not a lot, but he was there. I wouldn't have guessed that. Uh, he had a tryout on September 24th, losing to Savio Vega, and it was said that he looked so-so. Oof. Not good. Uh, we had, there's some news here regarding <clears throat> the Jim Ross angle and the ECW angle from In Your House, Mind Games, and the subsequent Raw. So apparently much of the talent in office... Uh, they were not clued in on either of the angles. Virtually nobody knew the Ross angle ahead of time, including announcer Kevin Kelly, whose reaction on air was legitimate. They clued in Jay Lawler to make sure he wouldn't react as a heel, which would kill the fake shoot aspect of the angle. But a lot of the talent didn't know what was going on. Although, if you saw the TV, you could see the past two weeks that Ross heel turn looked to be the end result. Uh, Bruce Pritchard and Savio were told about the ECW angle. Uh, for the pay-per-view since they were directly involved. And Dave says, I'm sure much, if not all, of the ECW talent knew, but the WWF talent didn't know beforehand in the first night. Obviously, they had figured out when they did the same thing the second night. Which I believe would be in reference to Taz with his sign. Mm. At ringside. Which I also just forgot about. Yeah, and I God bless you, Austin, on that sneeze that you muted. Wait, I did for real? You muted it and you sneezed. Okay. That was weird that you said God bless you, but you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw you go to fucking eardrums out. Yeah. Uh, let's go to a house show. No, I don't think I did this one, uh, which I don't know why I wouldn't have last week, but I didn't. Uh, Madison Square Garden, September 29th. It was a day show. And this is the lowest attended and gross Madison Square Garden show. Of all time. Oh. At least to this point. Okay. But I'm pretty sure of all time, because this is pretty bad. Although maybe 2022. Making a run for it. 6,747 <laughs> fans, 3,917 paid. Oh, my God. That's more memorial level, dude. Yep. Wow. 
That's crazy. The paid of that would not sell out the War Memorial. Wow. So, yeah. War Memorial here in Syracuse, New York, in case anybody's wondering. Uh, this show did include a segment in which Brian Pillman came out. He insulted the crowd and interviewed Sonny. Sonny then talked about Livewire and went on to insult the Cowboys. Phineas then appeared and went to Slopper before Billy Gunn attacked him and then chased him backstage. This was Brian Pillman's Madison Square Garden debut. Bye. Mm. Oh, wow. uh, why did that just zoom out? Let's zoom in. Okay, here we go. Here's the card. Salvador Sincere defeating Bob Holly. Justin Bradshaw defeated The Pug. Jake Roberts defeated T.L. Hopper. Barry Windham defeating The Goon. The WWF Tag Team Champions Owen Hart and Davey Boy Smith defeating The Godwins, The Smoking Guns, and The Grim Twins in an elimination match. Vader pinning Psycho Sid in a lumberjack match. And that was thanks to Steve Austin interfering and hitting a stunner on Sid. Hunter Hearst Helmsley defeating FJF. Steve Austin pinning Savio Vega. The WWF Intercontinental Champion Mark Merrow defeating Farouk by disqualification. Uh, that match was initially advertised as being Farouk against Yokozuna. And in oh. the main event, <laughs> WWF World Champion Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker defeated Mankind and Goldust at around the 30-minute mark <laughs> when Shawn Michaels pinned Goldust with a super kick after kissing him. Holy shit. That match went minutes. a half hour. I ain't going to this show. Can you just can you just picture the fucking most of the card? The fucking terrible matches, terrible matches that are on that card. Bob has to go because FJF is there. FJF, dude. FJF. And oh. then they do Farouk and Mero, but it was originally supposed to be Farouk and Yokozuna. That's nuts yeah. to me because you wouldn't want to go. And then it's like, oh, but if you knew it was Miro, it's like, oh, they just had a good match on Raw. Like, yeah. They, I don't know. That's um, that's one of the worst cards we've ever heard on this show. Uh, the first, uh, what, four matches. Well, and then it's fucking four. Hunter Hearst Helmsley's versus fucking Freddie Joe Floyd. Yeah. You well, know that you, was shit. Well, when you have four matches of guys that realistically no one gives a fuck about. Then you have a heater of a match where it's an elimination tag match involving the, the Grim Twins. It might you have gotta been. have you gotta have your cooldown with right. Helmsley and FJF. Right. So that's fucking terrible. And I think Helmsley FJF could be potentially a solid match. I mean, I doubt it. It's Tracy Smothers, man. Come on. Right. So yeah, I mean, I doubt it. <sighs> Just really. Really being mean. Uh, I want to shout out Jordan for sharing the Walrus and uh, Barry Windham tweet because uh, they look exactly alike. That's pretty. To the point, to yeah, the point where I wasn't sure which one was the wall, the Walrus. <laughs> I got, I got awesome with that one. <laughs> Bam! All right, all right. Let's get into the show. Okay, October seventh, Monday Night Raw. This runtime is uh, 49.28. And I'm using a Roku, so I'm paused at two seconds because, like, 
Oh my god! I don't know why it does that. So I'll try to keep it uh, normal. Although last week when I when we were at three seconds, Austin was already at seventeen. So I don't know how any of this stuff works. But I'm gonna count down from three. When I say play, that's when you're gonna hit the play button on the Peacock. Or if you're not watching, just want to listen to us banter and <laughs> contemplate the reason of living. That's cool too. Yeah, we'll so, be talking about that a lot this this week. Yeah, probably. Here we go. Three, two. One, play. One second, two second. Bob, play. I'm I'm good, dude. I'm good. Three seconds, four seconds, six seconds, seven seconds. You skipped five. Did you not get to five? Well, seconds? I was yeah, I messed up when I was counting. <laughs> the World Wrestling Federation. One, two, six, nine. So listen, you know, let's just talk about it quick. Vader here, he's going in the Hall of Fame. Did you guys see the newest? inductees in the wwe hall of fame today i did not bob you you did i'm assuming yeah Uh, that would be the steiner brothers holy shit right guys that means we have a wwf hall of famer i guess billy gunn is too technically but we have scott steiner who does our uh, opener wait look at jesse james actually i think all three of the guys that do the opening for echo potter hall of famers Wow, that's incredible. Look at that. Uh, when are we getting another guy to do fucking uh, uh, fucking intro for fucking? Well, let me tell you right now. Uh, if you look at Cameo, they've changed it where it's personalized in business, and I think Icopod's considered a business, and these motherfuckers are charging like $400. And I don't got $400 if I can do with that. I, I know someone who could help us out. Who? I don't know. They might have just sold a car if they want someone good. Oh, oh what the fuck? <laughs> Pay up, buddy. The Bret Hart money you want me to cough up, huh? Yeah, I mean, it would be pretty freaking way. cool, wouldn't it? Fucking three grand. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, so before that, I remember, like, I sent the whole thing, and I was like, 125 bucks worth it. He declined it. His agent sends an email, like, we'll do it, but for, like, 2500 I'm like, no, what I, the fuck are I you I thought talking? it was, like, 1200 or something. Regardless, yeah, it was, it was something. It was, dude, it was insane. Yeah. We snuck some good ones in. Yeah, we did. Some good value. That's right. Wait, I, I remember I remember getting Scott Steiner for like twenty bucks and like three three weeks later he was up to a hundred and I was like, Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Steiner's a good one. Yeah, he is. Hey Scott Steiner, the big bad booty daddy. Big bad booty daddy. <laughs> I want Lex Luger to do one. It would have no bearing on what we're watching, but like Oh, it don't matter. You can still have that shit floating around. Do you think because I have we have three over on the TNA Cross the Line podcast, and one we have of which, three here, yeah. right? But eventually, at least one of those three is going to be getting fired in the next year. I'm still using the intro. Yeah. Uh, Big Daddy oh, Cool Diesel making his way to the ring, throwing up his arm halfway Nash, high. Jim Ross is the manager. He's fighting Mark Merrow. Is this for the Intercontinental Championship? No, 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 no. Well, it's Diesel, so probably. And it's definitely young Diesel. You can tell by the hair length. Right. This is like WrestleMania, like, 10 Diesel. Yeah, yeah. This is so fucking bad. I was excited to see Mark Merrow, and then you could bring out fucking Diesel. Fake Diesel. Um, also, I, you guys might have missed oh. it in the opening. So they showed Jesse James, like, singing. And then at the end, he goes, eat your heart out, Jeff. And then they cut to the intro of the show. Uh, of course they did that. <clears throat> Fucking good. I love how Diesel's getting full pyro. It's Diesel, dude. Yeah, no, it's fucking Dr. Isaac Yankum. 
but you know, whatever. Poor Kevin Kelly. I bet you people tr- really think that's Diesel. I'm sure they. I'm sure they do. You could probably convince people today that that's still Diesel. Oh look, he's doing the knees, dude. He literally has the moves he's, down. Here we go, side elbows. Yep. Boom. Okay, that's kind of funny. Because that is all he does. Choke him with your boot. They're booing him though, so maybe they do know what's fake. It's Diesel Power, baby. I wish that he had, like, misspelled Diesel on his tights. That would suck if you're fucking Glenn Jacobs and they're like, hey, you know who you're going to be tonight? Kevin Nash. It's like, but wait, I want to be me. What a rough start to our career. You're a dentist. Your teeth are absolutely disgusting. And they're like, you know what? We'll repackage it. And he's probably thinking, oh, cool, I got a sick gimmick. Like, yeah, you're you're the new Diesel. And he's like, oh, you guys are going to push me at Kevin Nash? He's like, no, no, no. No, you're cosplaying. We're going to pretend that you're Kevin Nash. Legitimately. And he's like, fuck. I'm going on Cameo for us right now. I'm going to look. Yeah, good luck. Oh, dude, we can get one of my absolute favorites here. Brian Alvarez. <sighs> no, I fucking hate Brian Alvarez. Wild yeah, man with a near fall. Slingshots in I, over the top rope. I think this diesel is better than real diesel. Oh, okay. He's. I thought, you know what, I thought he going into this that fake razor would be better than fake diesel, but I think fake diesel's better. He could barely press slam him. That's right. Okay, well, Mark Marrow's heavy. See, now I have to click into it, though. For bit, oh, God. Oh, my God. The, the prices are crazy, huh? I'm telling you, dude. Unless, unless... You lie and say this is for my friend Icopod. He's a foreign ex- he's a foreign exchange student. <laughs> he's a huge fan. Is everyone? Oh, dude, everyone's got business prices now. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Holy shit, this is nuts. It's almost like they do like an equation. So whatever their base price is, they like multiply it by like x amount of hundreds of dollars, and then that's what they the price they put up is. Why is it really like a huge like jump? Well, for example, six hundred dollars for some people. I just clicked on The Godfather, which is somebody we have. I got him for like twenty five bucks. Oh, you did get him. Yeah, he well, he's Papa Shango, but yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. Okay, so his personal use is forty dollars. Pretty good. That's very reasonable. Yeah. For business, two eighty. Oh, and his is that's not even one of the worst ones. I'm trying to find ones that are relevant to us. But here's the thing: we're technically not a business. Yeah, but they'd lump they'd lump us in. Okay, so for example, Kevin Nash, right? Diesel, right here on our show. (laughs) Eleven hundred, I'm guessing. Well, I I won't say what. I'll just give you the price and personal use, one fifteen. Oof. Oh yeah, he's definitely a grin. For business, three fifty. That's worth it, dude. Austin, I'll send you the link right now, then. Three fifty for Nash when what's his nuts is fucking two forty. Well, that's what I mean. Nash's actually didn't go up that bad. I, you know what, that that would be probably worth it. Damn. Hey, it's uh, Kevin Nash. Uh 
Listen, I go by. Okay, so Bob, for example, this for- is as longer as my Bob Backlund match, and I got paid. <laughs> so me and me and Bob got this guy here, Christopher Daniels, the Fallen Angel for the TNA pod. His price is still the same, thirty dollars personal use. Now for business, it's a hundred dollars. That's it. Well, yeah, that's it. But like for how much we got, it's like the same thing you did for Scott Steiner. Like how much it, we would have had to have paid now. Right, right, right. Mm. Kevin Nash, three fifty. That ain't bad, dude. You want the link? I got the link. Um. See, because there's like, see, like I wouldn't do that now. Oh, Razor Ramon's coming out ringside. And he's showing off the toothpick. He's like, yeah, I got it. I didn't forget it this time, Chico. I think Sean should come out and like be with these guys. Head scissor. Yeah, he landed right on his head on that though. There's a lot of people on here. I have no clue who they are, which is kind of funny. This diesel works a lot more than the other one. Like he's yeah. doing stuff. He's uh, he's actually taking bumps. You guys can do a personal live video call with Billy Gunn for three hundred dollars. Well, that's all right because he's already on the podcast, so we don't need to do that. Yeah, we are. What am I gonna say to Billy Gunn on fucking camera? Dude, I fucking love smoking guns, man. Show me your ass, Mr. Ass. Show me your Hey, ass. Billy Gunn, you had that match with Jamie Noble where, like, whoever won got to bang Tori Wilson. I got a question. Did you bang Tori Wilson? Do you think that if we paid JBL his business price that he would do it in the Justin Bradshaw gimmick? It wouldn't be worth it, whatever it is. No. Well, it's $700. Oh, oh my God. Merrill's getting double teamed. This has been thrown out. I, Diesel has lost this by disqualification. Terry, you want to have some more fun? Going for a power bomb, baby. Big Daddy, cool. Sable is emotional. She's that not was even so helping. Awful. Get in there, Sable. Low blow a guy. What are we doing? Hey. Uh, on the apron. That's annoying. You Wait. know who I am. Keep jumping. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know I. I mean, okay. If you guys, if if you would book Ric Flair, his personal use for five hundred dollars, no, no. what do you think that his business price is? Five grand, five thousand dollars. Bob's a little closer. It's ten grand. Oh, oh my god! For for like a thirty second video of Ric Flair for your business. Did you oh see the my. falling out he had with Mark Madden, dude? Holy oh, shit! shit. Look at Undertaker's digging a grave here. Ten fucking thousand. Nobody's paying ten thousand. Nobody. What if I put ten grand on my credit card and we got a fifteen-second Ric Flair? <laughs> Wait, and then you you report it as fraud and you get the money back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they'd probably believe me too. They're probably like, yeah, who the hell would buy a thirty-second psychopod spot? That's too funny. Yeah, but that that Flair Madden fucking breakup. Holy shit! Madden's like Dude. I'm stepping away, and then Ric Flair's like, "No, I fired your ass." Woo! And then <laughs> oh then Madden God. and then Madden was like, "You didn't have the balls to fire me. Your son-in-law had to." Yeah. Dude, it I don't was... like Mark Madden. He can fuck off. And now Conrad's doing it with Flair. I guess. For what the fourth time? 
Yeah, they 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 did this before and did not go well. It's because well, Flair wanted to record and release episodes the same day. Oh my god, I didn't know. And that. And like, you can't fucking do that. Not with Rick Loose Cannon, Rick Flair. Three hour podcast, you got to go back and edit and put music in and do all this shit. Right. Well, they're it's, fancy versions. And that's what I'm 40, saying. Your forty right. ad breaks. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. That's I thought why Conrad I stopped were, doing it. I thought there was another reason though that that with the Flair and Conrad one that well he was through. drunk all the time too. So that's maybe that's it. Uh, we're getting picture in picture here as the new rockers are making their way to the ring. Sid is backstage, and he's calling out Gold Dust. Gold Dust, you said you were gonna tuck it under, and you did it, and tonight you're gonna die. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Yeah, trick. Stop showing this fucking guy. Look at him singing. Are you ready? Listen. Listen. Ready? He doesn't have bleach blonde hair. Jeff, eat your heart out. The man. Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Scott Steiner is seven hundred dollars for business now. Holy fucking shit, dude. What if I got an email saying, hey, can you retroactively pay me uh, an additional six fifty for that? Or I'd probably be like, uh, <laughs> new number, who's this? Uh, no, I don't know who you're talking about. Hey, yo. Here's one we could do. Uh, Jake the, the Snake shirt. Roberts. No. Oh, my God. These are shirts? No, they're vests, dude. Oh, they're, the, they're like jackets, jean jackets. That's fucking oh kick. My I God. want that HBK one, dude. Who would you, buy If that? you have it, send us a DM at Icopod on Facebook, Twitter. I, no way. I don't like the other ones. The oh, black one's front. terrible. I don't know if I'd buy any of this. No, I'd buy the HBK one. Fuck out of that. Hmm. For $56? For a vest, yeah, dude. Shirts these days. I don't are think $50. I could wear. I don't know if I could wear that. That's a good point, Austin. I He's did a, just buy a pair of shorts for fifty dollars. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. Silvermore, that dude charges a fucking fortune for his shit. So, well, I'm hoping I'm I'm uh, happy with the quality once I receive it. Well, yeah, what, it's always what quality. Shirt did you buy? They're shorts. Or shorts. The CM Punk like, ones. Yeah, the CM Punk ones. Fuck yeah, the CM Punk ones. You kidding me? I knew it. I was going to send you a link. I was going to send you a link of it, but it said sold out. And I was like, oh, I don't want to get his hopes up. But oh, sure no, no, I got them. Yeah, you bought the short shorts, didn't you? I got the five-inch seam, yeah. Yeah, so did I. You bought the CM Punk shorts too? Fuck yeah, I did. Did you see the black ones that are for like WrestleMania weekend exclusive? Yeah, but here's the thing, dude. I still like the white ones better. See, for me, I'd like the to white also ones. have the black pair because then it, it matches with more things. That's how I am. Like, black just matches with everything on the top. So I would like to short? see a yellow black. Mmm. Yellow black. He could take this and run with it pretty damn good. And he usually does, so, like, hopefully. Right, I'm screwed. <laughs> Here come the smoking guns. All alone, no sunny. He's done some badass Billy Gunn shorts. Have you ever seen them before? Oh, I have seen those, I think. Dude, those are awesome. He's done awesome Benoit ones, where it's like the fucking the Wolverine ones. ones. Yeah, yeah I've seen dude. Those. All I'm saying is I want that Scott Steiner shirt, and I might buy it. I'm, like, really damn close <laughs> to buying yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Big Papa Pump. Scott Steiner shirt? The 
the I tagged you in it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a big pop of pump. High voltage. Oh, that's okay. I want that. I, 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 I want would that maybe get. I I might get the high voltage shirt. Well, the spring break shirt too is cool because it says Yo. WCW crew. Right. I'm trying to talk myself out of spending a lot of money on that stuff because it's awesome. Yeah. You know what? There's no price on the things you love. Well, did Bob buy this? No, I did not buy the Fatu shirt. You freaking should have, dude. No, it's nuts. Yeah, I don't know how this dude doesn't get in trouble and like get his shit pulled down. Well, I've noticed before he, um, not to give away secrets, but when he was selling, I think it was like a Shawn Michaels shirt that I really regret not buying. It was like, didn't have an actual image on the website, but you kind of knew what it was. Yeah. Maybe that's how. Yeah, I don't know, but. How can you not want that Big Papa Pump shirt? That's a classic, dude. And on the back it says, holla if you hear me. Yeah. The FMW jacket I bought from him is fucking awesome, too. Billy, who's... Is it Leaf? Yeah. Billy and Leaf Cassidy starting off the tag team match. I feel like that pre-interview with the guns was basically them saying, we're going to get Sonny back or something like that. I feel like this has been a pretty weak Raw thus far. Well, when you start off with a fake Diesel against uh, Mark Merrill match. Dude, why do you keep saying fake? Or excuse oh. me, when you Diesel. Well, hold on, guys. Side note, we missed our, we missed it. We missed the Scott Steiner and WCW merge. Oh. It was, it was limited. I didn't know that. Guys. It literally came down yesterday. Fuck. Oh. Well, you know what? You can't have everything you want in life. That's, that's true. Why, that's why today I I made a purchase and you know what? Fuck it. I made that purchase instead of buying the Scott Sander shirt, I guess. What is this purchase you keep fucking talking about? Ooh, you I bought was, a ring. I bought a ring, man. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of for Kaylee, but. Wait a second. So what figure ring did you buy? <laughs> <laughs> well, Austin, only you know. Let me just show you a pick, baby. Let me just show you a pick. Uh, Daddy's in here with Bart Gunn in case anybody's wa- actually watching the show. No one's watching this shit. <laughs> oh, two count. Almost one with a cradle. Schoolboy. Oh wait, you have that? No, I do not. Didn't you get one exactly like that, where it's an AJ Styles with the hood on it and everything? No, I think you had it. Oh, shit. You know who had it. Who? My fucking brother, Blake. That's who got that. Mm, I knew someone had it. It wasn't me. Yeah, because we had the figures, and like I remember not knowing who they were. Well, that's awesome. Shit. Why do they still exist at your home? No. No. That's a shame. No, I don't know what happened to that thing. Yeah, I Why I, did you fucking buy that? Well, you see, Austin, um, me and Bob are getting dangerously close to the impact era over on the TNA pod. And I'm getting itchy. 
Oh my god. And sometimes when you get itchy, you kind of just gotta pull the trigger. You spent three hundred dollars on that? Mm-mm. One twenty. Oh, okay. That's not bad. That's probably what it retailed for. <laughs> it's uh it's pretty freaking cool, and it goes for a lot more than that, and it's pretty hard to get. Oh, okay. So I got a pretty good deal, I think. And uh to be determined if I will be opening it or not. But I feel like the one my brother had, he had a blue hoodie on. Not a red one. Well, that's also another figure, too. Oh, okay. And then there's one with a cage. Hmm. There, oh, dude. It's it's another collection that I, I wanna I would like to do. Because I can end that one. It's not an ongoing thing. Like I yeah. could end I could end the TNA Marvel collection. Yeah. It's just not easy and it's expensive. Um, back in the ring here, guys, I, I gotta tell you, did I expect the new rockers to be in control here? Not at all. No, not really. So, aren't these guys like both, aren't these both heel teams again? Well, are we supposed to be feeling bad for the guns because Sonny left them though? Are we kind of going to turn them back baby face? Well, I mean, considering they were yelling at the crowd and like taunting them, I don't think they're looking for sympathy. Nobody knows anything. Who knows, dude? Shit's just here. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, Leaf Cassidy being in the ring out of snow reminds me of the uh, kayfabe commentary issue where they're like, um, Al Snow's logic of having a good match is being like the, the draw or whatever. So, like, WrestleMania 3, Hogan Andre is the, the best match of the show, even though it's Savage and Steamboat, right? Okay. So somebody asks him, so Al, by your own logic, does that mean you've never had a good match or a great match? Because <laughs> you've, you've never been the, the main event or the draw? I don't remember what Al Snow said, but that always wow. cracks me That always cracks me up. I've been watching a lot of you shoots of uh, Kevin Nash talking. Oh, shit. And he's a fucking classic, dude. Yeah. Kevin Nash is awesome. He's a classic. I like when he tells stories <laughs> on things that he definitely wasn't there for. Like it, they'll mention, like, oh, uh, so this happened to Sean in 1997 at a WWF show on Raw. Like, like Sean and Brett fighting backstage at Raw in 97, and then and Nash will be like, yeah, dude, like. He was pulling his hair, and it's like, dude, you were on Nitro. What are you talking about? <laughs> I like when they there? ask him like about when he was booking, and he's like, I got the pay stubs to show you. I wasn't booking when Goldberg got beat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, and you know, he's just doing that to peg Goldberg and all this shit. Well, yeah. did you guys did you see the thing that Bret Hart just said recently where he's <laughs> oh, like, oh yeah. Well, you, Goldberg's making thir- what what thirteen million or no? He cost me like sixteen. Two million. Yeah, yeah, he cost me sixteen million in two seconds. Well, he yeah. wrestled in a ten minute match and made three million. Think he would have called me? <laughs> yeah. And then there was there was also the thing where when they announced uh, Triple H's official retirement here, and Bret Hart's signing autographs when they're telling him, and he says nothing. Yeah. He stayed silent, and some people are in the comments. It's like. Well, sometimes it's better to stay quiet if you got nothing nice to say. Yeah. <laughs> Bret Hart just kept signing autographs. He didn't give a fuck. Right. Mind you, he was signing autographs with Ron Feinstein. 
Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of people do. So you can't. I mean, can you really hold it against people? It's shitty. I just. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why people. Do. I don't know why. I don't know. Because he's paying them. I mean, that's probably that's why money talks. Yeah, that's just weird. I just watched a video clip of him running away again yesterday. I don't, it like popped up on my feed when they're like, uh, "So you know you're gonna you're gonna meet a like a a child here," and he just runs to the car. Uh, LOL, I'll pretend you said 18. Yeah. You fucking weirdo. He's framed. Yeah, there's some... Uh, Kevin Nash has done a lot of shoots, I've um, noticed. Yeah, I gotta watch more of those. So there's a lot of good just clips out there of all that shit. Bob did tell me last... Uh, like I think it was like last year he was gonna give me his, his login for high spots. No, I didn't. Uh, I think you might have. No, I'm pretty sure I'd never said that. I think you actually might have said that to me once. No, I already let you use my Observer uh, subscription without even paying half for it, so you can go fuck off. Where's my fucking perks, dude? The Sidewinder finishes off. The, yeah. The, the, the perk, no, the perk for me is Bob doesn't have to do research for the TNA show. Fucking Sidewinder. No, that's bullshit. I got to do indie notes, and sometimes I forget to do that during the show. <laughs> that's opening a tab. Yeah. Oh, okay, wait, we'll that switch. Ca- that's Cassidy. They pinned Cassidy. Good job, Smoking Guns. One of my favorite days. Oh, dude, if we switched, I'd be like, guys, guess what? I got no notes this week. That's crazy. <laughs> so let's just get right into the show. It's wait, crazy. Wait. Nothing happened. Nothing. No new developments. And actually, there's no explosion. So we're just going to start the show. Three, two, one, boom, go. I really like I that Jim Johnston is making an appearance here with uh, the dogs. Epic. Does that sound familiar? Todd uh, doing a voiceover here. Why is he looking cross-eyed looking at the microphone? Why does everybody in 1996 have a unibrow? They didn't oh, They didn't want to be less manly and, like, clean up their face. Their face so. Jared's entire musical career was a joke. Or hoax, he said. And how funny is it that that's what he's saying at the Hall of Fame when it's like he didn't really sing it? Yeah, that is actually really funny. Like, why would you do that? Isn't Jarrett, like, actually a good singer, though, too? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Is Jarrett really good at anything? I like Jeff Jarrett. He's really good at selling uh, gold coins. I can't wait for that episode. Yeah, they sure did call me. They wanted the story as well as everybody did. Look at Jim Johnson looking like he belongs in Weezer. Biggest fucking nerd of all time. He put out some bangers, though. I, I was going to say, he's he's pretty damn good. but Yeah, he is. <laughs> Way better than anything that we get today. When Jarrett went to WCW this time... We'll say he wasn't like singing and shit, right? No, no, not in WCW. No, no, he was just he did the same bullshit, but he just wasn't like a singer. Yeah. Because this is this the run when he was like in the Horsemen and stuff. Uh, in ninety six, yeah, ninety six, ninety seven, yeah. Not Horsemen. Ninety seven. That's ninety seven. 
Yeah. He didn't I, do I, shit in WCW. 96, I think he he's with Deborah. Yeah. Oh, and really? He's, and he's just, like, annoying. And then come, yeah. I think, like, what? The first quarter of 97, it's like, oh, I'm a horseman. And, and he technically, Flair does make him a horseman member. He doesn't last long because he turns No, but yeah, it's like two seconds. And then he goes back to the WWF for like two years. Two, two years, yeah. And then he's back in WCW again, dude. Yeah. Choke on that, slap nuts. That's the best Jeff Jarrett, by the way. I yeah. like Jeff Jarrett no from 98 to 2001. You like 98 Jeff Jarrett? Yeah, when he comes back to WWF. Yeah. As, like, NWA guy? Oh, God. Oh. The oh, NWA shit's so Jared, weird. Dude. There's a NWA. He's, like, an NWA, like, yo, Cornette, NWA stuff. Well. I, I didn't Jeff really Jared. know that happened until recently, and I do not like it. Yeah, no, it's not good. They tried for it to be good. I think it's, like, interesting that they, like, tried to bring in, like, Hey, here's the NWA, except that no one gave a fuck about the NWA then. I can't believe they did it in WWF and not WCW. Huh. That's a good point. Yeah. Gold Dust backstage with Marlena, who is looking great tonight. She's always looking good. Yeah, she is, dude. Wow. He's doing movie quotes. That match still to come tonight. Here at Ring of Honor. Okay. Look, Livewire, dude. Footage from Livewire, Vince McMahon. They're saying Vince that. Vince is pissed. They're saying that Jim Ross was distorting facts. Oh my Look god. Look at this Russo. crew. Look at Russo. Look, Look at this crew, dude. This has got to be coming up on the time where. Isn't it like Paul Heyman calls or something? Yeah. Why isn't this on the network? That'd be awesome. I'd love to watch that shit. I think there's some on YouTube. I'm not sure. I used to, I definitely remember watching Livewire. I remember being grounded from watching wrestling on uh, Saturday morning. And I would put the oh, wow. volume on, on like one. And I'd, I'd watch uh, Livewire. We still got that tombstone then, in the way. Turn I don't... the channel. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't like that. The, the tombstone's going to be there for four weeks. Yeah, it is kind of annoying. Vader coming out with Jim Cornette. You know, yeah. I was doing some considering on Vader. And, you know, this is going to make people really fucking pissed. But after sitting through his WWF stuff through 96, I think I've come to the conclusion that I just don't like Vader at all. I, I'm, dude, that's ever, kind of where I'm at. Ever. I don't think he wrestles like a style that I enjoy. And I think it's that's. It's not even that. Yeah, it's, but that's. Oh, that's, sorry, that's like Dallas. He doesn't do flips oh, and flops. God. Excuse oh, me. Oh, my God. It's not. Sorry, he doesn't have that. a blonde streak in his hair. And he goes, Kenny Omega. Yeah. And sorry, he's not with Kota Ibushi. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Go. Whatever, I can't believe dude. you even know who that is. For yeah, me, me 
for me, I'm dude, surprised I pronounced his name right. It was close. For me, I, I just think, well, A, if you've seen one Vader match, you've seen them all. And you can say that for a lot of guys. I was going to say, yeah. But I think it hits Vader especially hard because he is rather limited in what he does compared to the other guys that color by numbers all the time. So I think that plays a part into it. And another thing that plays a part into it is I can't really pinpoint an era of Vader that it's like super consistent, great match every time. Like I'm invested as a big guy. He And, and here's the thing. Don't get it. He's believable. I 100% believe that. Mm-hmm. He plays a good role in early 90s WCW. He, he's in the position he needs to be. I just think for me, it's like, I don't know, man. After seeing so much of him here and trying to think like, okay, this is the Vader I don't like for sure. So what is the Vader I do like? I want to jump to like early WCW, but like what? And I couldn't really come up with a good answer. I mean, you can say Cactus Jack. Okay, fine. You can say Sting, maybe. I I don't know, man. For me, it's like, and even his Japan stuff. I don't know. I just don't think Vader is quite enough for me to be like, yeah, I I really like Vader. I want to like him. I like his look. Look at him. He looks like a fucking nut. Yeah, but it's like like I said, I just can't nail down what I like about Vader. So maybe I don't like him much. My favorite thing about Vader is that he wears a mask that you can still see his entire face, and he never keeps it on during a full match. Yeah. I like Vader and Harley Race. I I tend to enjoy Vader. I like him being stiff and just fucking people up. I tend to enjoy that. Yeah, it's okay. And, like, his match, the Halloween Havoc 93 match with uh, Cactus Jack. Right. I enjoy that quite a bit. Right. Uh, His his WWF run has been lackluster. I will say that. Even moving forward in WWF for him, like, I know it's nothing I give a fuck about. I know. Yeah. Sunday, November 17th, the Hall of Fame. Oh, Survivor Series. The four Survivor Series. Interesting. At the Garden. I think we've made note of that before. Survivor Series weekend. I don't know if I knew that they did that around Survivor Series before. That's interesting. I feel like it usually wasn't. It wasn't. It's usually WrestleMania time. They're going a little heavy on the fucking smoke for yeah, Bob Backlund and the, the Sultan. Yeah, they are. You can't. Oh, there he is. You can kind of see him coming. Don't forget who he's with. Yeah, Iron Sheik. Who is? I think the Sultan's going to be fighting FJF. That's my guess. Oh, that's a really good guess. <laughs> I can even think of another guy. Oh, shit, that's... Okay, I That's all, though. Okay. Fuck, it's the fruit roll-up. Another guy I know I definitely don't like is uh, currently getting on commentary here. 
Yeah, I'm not a fan of Bob Acklin either. Oh, in, what the in, fuck? In ring. What the fuck, dude? Play, turn the clocks back, dude. You piece of lying shit, dude. Don't fucking sit. Don't fucking sit there and tell me you don't like Bob Backlund, dude. No, I don't. He's boring. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. What? Dude, I'm pissed right now. What are you talking about? You tell me, motherfucker, what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? What makes you think I enjoy... I think Bob Backlund should go all the fucking way to WrestleMania, <laughs> dude. Put the belt on Bob Backlund, dude. No, I said he should have won the 1993 Royal Rumble. Guys, fuck. Guys, <laughs> that's next, different. Hold on, hold on. Next week, Shawn Michaels versus Steve Austin on Raw. Oh, that's, fuck yeah to that. But I much prefer this shit. Can we take a look <laughs> what's going on here right now? If this ain't 93, I don't know what fucking is. Here we go here. The Sultan and Aldo Montoya, which, by the way, still looking like an uncircumcised penis with the bald head poking through the yellow mask. I don't appreciate my name being dragged through the mud regarding Bob Acklin. Dude, I don't want to hear fucking shit on that one. I was, I was tricked. At the 93 Rumble, thinking that this guy was going to... He had an underdog story of a lifetime. That was your guy at the time, dude. That was your guy. In that match, I was like, let's go. I don't know, dude. I think there was some residual lasting effects, because I'm pretty sure you liked him for a little while. No, I mean, I liked the uh, staring at his hands thing. Because, hmm. like, you know, ripping off Ultimate Warrior. But, I mean, there was uh, nothing really else, though. Like he's boring. He's very boring in the ring. I'd take the Sultan over Bob Beck. What is he wearing? He's got his sunglasses on. Hey, maybe it kind of looks his... like Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> yeah, it does. If maybe he got his eyes dilated at the eye doctors or something. Oh. Oh, maybe. I was gonna say you guys wouldn't know about that, but Bob has glasses, so actually. I like the Sultan. I thought you were gonna say you like in your eyes dilated. No, I don't even know what that is. Uh, the eye drops. I yeah. like the Sultan, but he looks dumb as fuck. Well, I agree with that, yeah. Like, what is that top, a blouse? Yeah, probably. Bob Backlund screaming. Uh, we got Iron Sheik ringside. He doesn't know where the fuck he is. S, 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 S. Great story. I'll never forget it. <laughs> I think about it too often, I think. I remember at that at that uh, Northeast Wrestling Show he went to, he did like a handstand for 45 minutes. Oh, I am Sheik did? Yeah. <laughs> Bob Backlund did. Oh, dude, I was going to say. It was, it was quite impressive, but it was also like, whoa, like what? Yeah, oh shit! When Aldo just hit the corner, it sounded like metal hitting metal. So he hit that shit hard. Aldo Mandoya. You hear it? Oh my god! Yeah, what was that? Was just like the loose turnbuckle? Yeah, I think it just bounced back and hit like the post or something. But oh, 
like a German suplex by Sultan. I don't even think his shoulders are technically down. Right, I just made this connection. Though Sultan's pants definitely were – he inspired the fiend Bray Wyatt with those striped Ooh. red pants, dude. I mm. knew it. Mm. I knew we got that from somewhere. That is an awful fucking top, dude. Yeah, so what funny. is that? That's the worst part of the outfit. They – Oh, look at his little goatee peeking out under the mask as he's doing the camel clutch. <laughs> I mean, to it, it kind of looks like a like a straight jacket, but it's all like cut. But up. like in a bullshit way, like it doesn't look good. Yeah. What Bob Backlund like seems concerned that the guy he came out to the ring with won. Oh wait, he's happy. Okay, he's nodding. He's like, See, oh, but why is Bob Backlund with these guys? I get Iron Sheik, and like, okay, that makes sense to me. The interesting thing here is that this, I feel like it's very much like Vince has these guys like under some kind of deal, so he's like, we got to use them. Whereas yeah. now, nowadays, it's like, oh, I got Legends deals for all these people. We're just going to make action figures and like old t shirts. Right. Here's Mankind in the graveyard. This looks cool. Is this match going to take place in a cemetery? Uh, I mean, it should. Only if the Kiss Demon is in the match. Kiss I, I want Vamp- I want Vampiro to be there. <laughs> Do you know what I'm hey, talking about? Sting, I'm in your mind. You don't know what's going on. You know what I'm talking about? The Kiss Demon? Yeah. When I they have I that little it. match and they're outside? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Bash at the Beach, 2000. Hell yeah. 2000? Yeah. I remember watching that. Yeah. Highly yeah, recommend. Like, if in you the need match, it. like, the Kiss Demon's, like, looking at something and <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I feel, I might be misremembering, but, like, Vampiro comes from behind with a clear, like, rubber tombstone. <laughs> dude, yeah. Breaks it over, and, like, breaks it over his head. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, dude, it's so good. And then, like, Shivani's on commentary. We're like, we're live at the cemetery where they're fucking... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's a camera guy there. Like, what I highly you? recommend yeah. you go out of your way and start from the reset of WCW in April of 2000. And you just watch it and you enjoy what happens. That needs to, that should be a, a bonus series that we do. It needs to be. It, it's so insane. I like, feel like we should do the Nitros and Thunders. I would do it. I do this all the time. I do it twice a year, I feel like. Just you rewatch back. it all twice a year? Just just rewatch it all. I feel like Austin's reaction to this, like to that shit, would be phenomenal. There's definitely stuff I haven't seen, I know for a fact. I had such a good time. I'm announcing now that we are ending uh, the Monday Night Raw retrospectives here at the end of 96. <laughs> We're pivoting... To WCW 2000. April, April 10, 2000. <laughs> Nitros and Thunders. See you then. It's the rebrand of Igopod at the same time as the rebrand of WCW. Yeah. Why, uh, why did they just show Slam of the Week with Kurt Henning? Because he's, he's returning to Russell Helmsley, isn't he? Yeah, but Holy did that slam happen shit. this week? Can you just look at this motherfucker, dude? He's fucking. He's the he's the size of the A in Raw. He's fucking huge, dude. Look at how over he is. Like, yeah, dude, fist pound me. Like, like, give me a break. There was rumors that he was gonna go in the Hall of Fame this year. 
I was gonna say, man, I I saw that, and I wa- I was wondering if he was gonna be announced. So who's who's even in? So Steiner's uh, around. I'll, I'll look right now. I'll get you the official list. Okay. I'm I oh I am praying for Scott Steiner to shoot. Dude. Hey, uh, I'm only doing this for Rick. Uh, hey Hunter, fuck you. Yeah, fuck uh, you. And all your I fat asses. You never would take a steroid test. And I'll tell you right now, my heart, totally fucking fine. So go fuck yourself. All right, holla. The biggest stars in the world. Medeja comes out with a tiger. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Big if bad they brought Medeja. Yeah, oh, man. Okay, so we got The Undertaker, Vader, Queen Charmel. Okay. How does Queen? What the fuck, dude? Charmel. Yeah. Um, she, the stock. It was like she revolutionized, like man. Like, what are we talking about? I, I don't know, dude. She was a manager for like six months. I put Vicky Guerrero in program. before I put her in. You put yeah. who in? Vicky Guerrero before I put Charmel in. Oh fuck yeah, dude. She's a Nitro girl. Stop. Goldust beating up Sid here to start off. Clothesline a fist drop. Oh, I didn't notice this, though. So Vince is inducting The Undertaker. That's Mick, so I, shit. I didn't see that. Mick Foley is inducting Vader. That's kind of cool. That's cool. And yep. uh, shocker, Booker T is inducting his wife, Shermel. What the fuck? Who else um, are you going to have do it? Well, right. Uh, we got the Steiner brothers. Kurt, Ang- Kurt Angle. <laughs> I'd like to introduce the first black girl I wanted to fuck. Here is Charmel. Okay, so Sander Brothers, the and then like 2004, he's like, I'm gonna have sex with you. And then uh, Shad, uh, Shad from Crime Time is getting inducted in the Warrior Award because you know he died saving his son from drowning. Right. Wait, and people what? are saying they should rename it. Rename the award to, like, for him. Instead yeah, of they, they won't do that, but they should. Yeah, they, there's no way they would. Who um, Who's inducting the Steiner brothers? It doesn't say yet. I mean, mm-hmm. they just got literally announced today, so. Yeah. Goal Who would home. you have induct the Steiner brothers? Oh, I honestly home. could see it being Rick's son because he's, like, an active mm-hmm. uh, performer. Oh, yeah, I guess. So I could see that. Oh, look at her blowing the smoke in Sid's like face. That was fucking Gross. awful. I mean, not a bad class, but it seems like we're kind of missing some like some slots. Yeah. I still feel like they they put way too many people in at the same time. I mean, probably like honestly, keeping it lower like this is probably the smart thing to do. But... I would have well, just done only one and only done uh, Undertaker. Yeah, but it checks all your boxes. You got the guy who just retired, Undertaker. You got the dead guy, Vader. You got the woman, Charmel. Right. You got your tag team. You right. got your fucking African-American guy with the warrior thing. You're like, you, they, they just check boxes every year. That's all. They're going to get to a point here that in five years, like Grayson, whatever his name is on NXT... What is his name? Grayson something? Oh, I, I don't know. Well, whoever that guy is, he is going to have to, like, they'll induct him. He'll still be wrestling. Well, the thing that sucks is, like, then they do the legacy thing where they, like, bullshit induct, like, a ton of people. Yeah, where, like, and, dude. And, like, they threw, like, Luna Vachon in there. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Gold so like, is almost just one with a power slam. We went to commercial. Now they're coming back, and they're just trading blows. I think this match hasn't been that bad. I know we haven't talked about it, but... No, it hasn't been bad. At least they're doing something. It's not a fucking headlock. Sid grabbing Goldust from the throat, going for a big choke slam. She literally yelled at him, go. To jump for him. It's wrestling, baby. Yeah, exposing the business one day at a time. How was Sid not more of a star? Because he cared more about softball than wrestling. Powerbomb. Is that it? Is he going to beat him clean? Yeah, dude, that's it. Are you kidding that's it. And now yeah. Cornette Holy is saying... Yeah, I wasn't expecting him to beat him clean. Cornette's saying on commentary that Vader has to defeat Sid in order to get Shawn Michaels. And here comes Vader. The number one contender match, right? Yes, it sounds oh, like what's going on. Now, Bob, in Jack. this case, here you got two guys here. Who are you rooting? Who do you want to come out better? Sid. 100%, right? Definitely Sid. Yeah, yeah definitely Sid. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. What time is it? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Sid didn't really protect himself on that splash. No, he didn't at all. But don't worry. Look, he's up. Because he's fucking no-selling it. No-selling it, dude. Look at at the fingers. No, no, no. That's funny. Look at Vader selling it like it's Hogan. Those are some bad looking punches. Let me tell yeah, you. Fucking garbage. Choke that, slam his ass, dude. Oh, that was a good one. That was not bad for as big as Vader is. Yeah, no. This the crowd is going ape shit. Like I don't know if I've seen a crowd response like this in a while. Pull the trigger, Vince. Put the belt on Sid. Wait, why is Vader up after just getting choke slammed? Because they're both behemoths. Sid is fucking. Wait, look at that sign. Taz, America's most feared. Oh shit, it's over. Can we go off the air? Wow, that was quick. Well, um, I mean, I don't think it's a great show, but I, I didn't hate it. The second half is definitely better than the first. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, it was certainly not a good Raw, but no. it could have been a lot worse. And honestly, I think the last match in the like, segment is what saved that, because there's nothing yeah. that's good on that show. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree on that. I, I, I already think I know the answer, but I really hope this fake Diesel and Razor shit doesn't last too long. Because it's mm. fucking bad. I'm trying to think of how long it really lasts. I expect it to last. Like, can we not go into 97 with it at least? No, we won't. We won't. I expect them to be gone after Survivor Series. I think they'll be in the Royal Rumble. You do? Yeah. No, I don't think so. If they are, I hope that's kind of the end of, like, that's the last time we'll see that. I I don't think we'll see them in 97. It's brutal, so I really... I think... I think... That they are... In 97. And I... For some reason, I feel like they end up getting a tag team title match on pay-per-view. Oh, stop. I just puked in my mouth a little. <laughs> I mean, I know they're gone by fucking WrestleMania. I mean, they're they're definitely not there by March. But... I don't know, dude. I've watched all of 97, and I'm going to tell you right now, maybe spoiler alert or not, I don't remember seeing these motherfuckers. 
I'm could I could have. There was a lot of Femme Nikita fucking commercials that fucking threw me off. You probably thought it was really Kevin Nash and Scott Hall anyway. Well, I I don't know why you keep calling them fake. It, they are that. It is them. Yeah. So just cut the shit about that. I, I'm sorry. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm fed up. My mistake. Uh, yeah, I, I'll piggyback on what Bob was saying here. Not a good show. Uh, and I'll agree with Dallas in saying that really the last segment and the last match was probably the highlight of the entire episode. Uh, yeah. The the action was boring. We didn't even see Je- Jesse James in person. No. He Which is weird. Out. Because, like, when they exposed Jeff Jarrett, that's all they did is just show him. So we still haven't seen him, like, back on TV besides, like, the little segments that they're doing. Correct. Um, so that's bullshit. Uh, the, like I said, the action was just not good at all. You, what did we start off with? Fucking Mark Merrill versus Diesel. Not good. Um, this diesel does work more than other diesel. So, you know, if you're kind of into that, maybe. But uh, if you are, fuck you. Uh, tag team match was nothing. Sultan match was nothing. Yeah, I mean, there was a whole lot of nothing this episode. I will say, though, and I don't know if it's just because of our banter this week or not, but I do feel like the episode flew by. So I was very thankful for that. It did, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, anytime Sid comes out, doesn't matter what he's doing or what he's saying, or even at this point who he's feuding with, when you see just how big this dude is and you see his look and you see him powerbomb somebody or you see him choke slam somebody, right. there is no fucking reason this dude shouldn't be your champ. No reason. He has a very similar complex to me. That Scott Steiner does. He fucking flies off the handle. He's huge. He's believable as a maniac and as a heavyweight wrestler. He's got the look. Doesn't have a lot of moves. But fucking you can't wait to have him on a microphone because he ain't going to know what he's saying. Right. And that's what I like. It's very parallel. And I really like both of those guys for it. I like Scott Steiner more because he can wrestle better. Um, But that's the vibe I get off of it. And we haven't seen Scott Steiner in what? Fucking two years? So. Uh, yeah. Almost so I'll. Three. Yeah. Going on three. So I'll, I'll take what we can get anything as far as like even a taste of Scott Steiner. And that's coming in Sid in a big way. So yeah. I'm down for it, 100. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, you know you know what it's weird, it's really weird that at the beginning of '96, Psycho Sid was a complete jabroni. Yeah. <laughs> Losing to Sparky Plug on house shows. Yeah. Fast forward eight months, nine months. And he's the top, I mean, I guess next to Sean, he's like maybe even past Sean. He's the top babyface. The crowd is going nuts. He's a star. Like he's a stud. Sid's getting way more reaction than Sean Michaels is. Oh, yeah. Like, I, it's, it's insane. The crowd's super loud. 
Like, yeah, you hear the girls screaming when Sean's out, but it's not right. like Sid's reactions. Everyone I, likes Sid, not just the women. That's the thing. Yeah. And I almost feel like Ahmed was getting there. Oh, for sure. Like mass appealed where women yeah. and Joe, they all liked them. Yep, I agree with that. But now that he's not around and like Sid's fucking huge and beats the shit out of people and comes into matches and just causes fucking chaos. Yep. They're like, yo, this is our fucking guy right now. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm down for it. I like it. I miss Ahmed, and I don't really see Sid necessarily as a substitute. I guess maybe that was a little bit of a bad comparison, but I think it's filling a void for sure. No, I agree with that. All I, I feel like Sid is the rare instance of like appointment television for WWF. Like when he's on TV, you're not turning away. Right. Now there's a, I would say there's a bunch of guys in WCW that are like that. Yeah. Like you know they're red hot, but for the most part here with WWF is very few, and I think Stone Cold is definitely on that way. Getting there. On the way. Yeah. 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 Ahmed for me was there. Like I think mankind I is see, getting there. Mankind, sure. Is getting there. Yeah. So there's a yeah. There's a yeah. there's a building block here of like a foundation of guys. As we go into a new year, there's bubbling, bubbling. Yes. Where it's like, you know, we have some guys, a core of guys that we know the audience will be attached to. Yeah. Which, you know, in 95, that didn't exist. I think for anybody. No, I don't think so. For none of them. And maybe sure, Sean, maybe, maybe Sean. Sean. That's it. Maybe. But. As we go into 97, I'm sure when Brett comes back, like Brett will be appointment television. We haven't seen him since WrestleMania. Yep. So it's going to be like, we need to see what's going on with that. Right. It's kind of crazy to think about. So I think there is some, like, in that regard of like, oh, I need to, like, watch this guy. If I know he's being advertised, I'm going to watch it or watch at least him. Yeah. That they're trending in a good direction of, of having, I guess, star power. Well, and it's really kind of what Bob and I have been waiting for since fucking 1993 is finally we're getting to the point where you don't have to just watch Raw for five minutes and you get all the important shit. We're going to get to a point where every segment, every match, every comeback from commercial is like, oh, fuck, I like this guy. Can't wait to see what he's doing. Right. And I we're de- I mean the the momentum swing from even say where we were at the beginning of '95, pretty optimistic. I'm way more optimistic than I was in October of '94. No, oh, yeah, you know, it's like a. I think a lot of it is a completely different product too. I mean, you look at the '94 stuff; they're in a high school gym. Yeah, well, what I'm saying is going into 95, how we were like, oh, finally, it's going to be. But, like, that seemed like a a step up. This seems like a ladder's worth step up coming. Like, 97 is going to be a ladder away from what we've seen. Thank God. We need a a break where it definitely – we need to step away from, like, the bullshit. So I'm hoping that as we kind of transition – 
We said it last year, though, too. And it did a little bit. We we took a couple little steps from 95 to 96. For sure. Yeah. But I do agree that I feel like when we get into 97, I feel like it's going <clears> to <throat> we're going to really going to get to that next level. Well, you know, well, and I, I yeah. think so at the end of 95, right, it was very cartoony. And I think the first couple, aside from the Ted Turner skits and shit, that there was a level of, like, pretty good reality-based stuff, like Piper, Goldust, whatever. Sure. And then after WrestleMania, when they really, these enhancement guys that are basically occupational workers, set us back a few steps. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, we really need a plumber. Yep. You know, and all the on all these things. I'm I really think that, and I know I mean Austin says that he doesn't enjoy it, but I really think '97, in terms of a reality-based, intriguing product, they have to. Like, I think it's gonna ha- it's gonna happen. And it's gonna happen quick because Nitro is so far ahead. They got to do something. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, and I I think that's where we're gonna get lucky. Where it's like for the WWF right now, it's either shit or get off the pot, dude. Either you're gonna move up and move along and move forward, or you're just not gonna exist anymore. Yeah. So which one is it? We're very lucky that WCW kind of forced WWF's hand into that direction. Because yeah. if not, dude. I don't know if we'd be able to even watch a WWE network right now. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I really yeah, think, I think that we got point. lucky with that. Well, here's, you know what I think? And I, I guess we're kind of rambling at this point, but I, I think that if, if WWE went out of business, let's say 96, right? And WCW took over the landscape. I don't think WCW exists today. No, I don't either. No, probably not. I don't either. Especially considering that the network they were on didn't even want them. Right. Well, that was the I really, thing. yeah. If WWF would have went down in 96, I really think wrestling in general would have been a 90s fad that fizzled out. Wrestling on TV would have been fucking sprayed hair in the 80s or a mullet or a fanny pack in the 90s like it just think, it wouldn't exist anymore and it'd be passe i think like i think tv wrestling would exist but it would be on saturdays at 11 o'clock at it'd be something yeah weird like that yeah I feel like more just a horrible right. time slot like oh hey watch uh you know like impact or whatever they watch it on thursdays at midnight yeah be like what what? Like, what are you talking about? Why would I? Yep. Why would I do that? It'd be like ECW level, where it's like, oh, find it at two o'clock in the morning. Right. I agree. I think that's kind of what would happen with it. Yeah, I agree. And and, and going back to kind of link it all together, my my best way to explain ninety six to ninety seven. Do I like ninety seven? Not really. In WWF, I don't really. But Maybe that thing. will change, though, with the context of 96 immediately prior to it. And it could. It could. But right. from my – what I remember of it, this is the best way that I can explain it. So if you have a CD, 93 through 96, there might be some good songs on there, but they skip. 
It's like skipping. It's a bad CD. It's scratched. You know, there's not a complete. So- there's not one complete song on that whole disc. There's bits and pieces that you like, but it, it's pretty much you can't listen to it very much. You get a couple segments and that's it. Ninety-seven. Right. I feel like you have your CD, and with the storylines and the talent that's there, you're finally hearing a song from fucking start. To finish, you might not love the song, might not be your favorite song, but you're hearing complete rotations, complete storylines. There's dots that are connected to where it just works. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's how I think of 97 and 96. Now, I haven't watched 97 in probably, I don't know, six or six years, probably. Um, but when I think of it, that's the thing I take away most. Cause I only had a little bit of knowledge in 96 before, but I think what I've seen backs up my thought on that. Again, you get your, your little pieces that you like here and there, but finally by 97, you're getting those more rounded storylines, rounded talent, more of a complete package that really I think starts in 93 and is finally kind of matured by 97. Right. And I mean, anything from 97 beyond is for the next fucking, uh, who knows, t- almost 10 years is fucking good shit. So if you got to struggle through four years of bullshit to get almost 10 out of it, I guess it's worth it. Yeah, that's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking 97 to say 04, 05 at least. Like it's pretty good shit. Yeah, I would say so. Even now, probably to even probably to 07. It's probably as I say, you can probably push that a little bit. Well, we start it. falling off the boat a little bit in 2006, I think. But you know, yeah, well, there's, yeah. there's still some there's still some good shit in 2006. There's some so. good shit, but yeah. the CD starts skipping again. <laughs> <laughs> You've played it a couple times. 2006, I think, is the last WrestleMania I purchased before the network era. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think about. What's your least favorite year that not that we've watched in, in WWE? And it can't be something that you're just not watching now. That doesn't count. Okay, not that I'm not watching now. Okay, so 2020. <laughs> That's fair. I don't know, dude. It, like the, these in wrestling in general. WWE. Could it be okay? The re, I'm telling you, recent WWE. I wouldn't. I would still be watching if it was good. No, for me, dude. I feel like I don't know. Oh nine to oh ten or like two thousand ten was rough. I remember not liking that shit. I think I'm going to agree with Dallas, dude. I think today, modern wrestling, like modern WWE, is just so bad. It's so it's so brutal. Like I can't do it. It's like physically exhausting to like <sighs> attempt to watch. I'm going yeah. to, and you know, as of this recording, WrestleMania is coming up this weekend. You're watching it. I'm going to try to watch WrestleMania. You motherfucker, don't watch it. I tried to watch the Rumble and I couldn't do it. I couldn't finish it. Wow, even the Rumble was shit, huh? 
I didn't want. I didn't watch it live. I watched like on a delay, and I like. I just couldn't get into it. Ethan, dude, don't watch WrestleMania. Don't watch it. Even on a delay, he couldn't watch it. That tape show. <laughs> he, couldn't it. he couldn't watch all of it. I couldn't do it. Don't watch That's it, amazing. dude. There's there's something that people are hyping up. I gotta see if it's gonna happen. Oh my god. Oh, is Cody gonna be there? A former gotta AEW see. wrestler? Gotta Get, see. Don't tell me you're a Cody guy, dude. I like Cody, but like I'm not gonna fucking oh, start watching what Raw. Like fuck Cody, dude. That I started to not suck. like him as much. Oh, I don't think he sucks. He's so boring. So boring. Comparatively. He, he definitely did not fit in the AEW style. Well, no, but um, and like his promos put me to sleep. I Cody's think the, worst the thing, Jeff Jarrett of this generation's wrestlers. I think the worst thing about Cody isn't even Cody; it's Brandy. No, dude, it's Cody. Cody thinks she's revolutionized professional wrestling. It's like Brandy. Cody, Martin. Cody thinks he's his dad, and he's not. Yeah. Well, he not definitely even wants close. to. He, he wants, wants to be. Not even close. Yeah, he absolutely does. Um, but yeah, that's my two cents on 96 to 97. We'll see here. We're almost there. I think uh, we're treading in a good direction. I don't think it's fucking great, but it's better than it has been, and I will take that. Yeah, no, yeah, we've, we've definitely, I think, finally reached an upswing, and uh, I, for one, can, I'm going to fully embrace it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, next week we have a pretty big fucking main event. I, I don't think it's a title match. It's probably non-titled. WWF World Champion Shawn Michaels will be in action against Stone Cold Steve Austin. I am really looking forward to it. Uh, and I hope you guys listening and or watching along will join us next week as well. But until then, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Allen Jr. And this has been IcoPod. You gotta hear it.